Hello nerds and welcome to this episode where I'm going to talk about books with magic. First, the Simon Snow Trilogy, a series better than Harry Potter with more diverse characters. Simon Snow, he's the main character, what a surprise. He grew up in an orphanage where he was discovered by the headmaster of Watford, a school for wizards. Kinda reminds me of Voldemort and how he was in an orphanage, but Simon is nothing like him. But it would have been also a nice story if Simon was evil. Anyway, he has a great amount of power, which is why he is called the Chosen One. He's not really good at it, but he's trying his best. Since his birth, magical death spots started appearing all over England. In those spots, magical beings are no longer able to use their power. It is strongly believed that the Humdrum, a creature that recently appeared, is responsible for it. In school, Simon often hangs out with his best friend Penelope. Penelope is amazing and is always a delight whenever she appears on a page. Their friendship is beautiful. They support each other and even later on, when things get chaotic, they do anything to keep each other safe. I just love their friendship. Another important character is Agatha Wobula, who keeps trying not to get involved, but somehow gets thrown into situations she does not want to be a part of. Give her a break. <laughs> and finally, Bass Grimpitch, Simon's roommate and rival, cause every hero needs one. Simon is pretty sure that he's a vampire and he's certain that he's always plotting against him. For the first two months of the new school year, Bass isn't in the school, which Simon worries about a lot. He might be planning something, and that is the only reason Simon mentions Bass's absence all the time. This is a trilogy, and it was lovely and easy to read, even though the second book hurt me a lot, and the end of the first one made me cry. It's worth it, though. If you're tired of other book series about wizard schools with almost no to zero diverse characters, then why don't you try this one? The next series I'm going to talk about is a crime series with magic. The Rivers of London series by Ben Aradovich. I've only read the first three books, so I can't talk about all of them. The main character, Constable Peter Grant, who would love to be a detective but is stuck doing lots of paperwork. I wouldn't like that either. Things change, however, when he gets some information from a ghost. This grabs the attention of Detective Nightingale, who investigates crimes involving magic and stuff like that. After introducing Peter to the world of magic, he becomes his teacher. Which sounds more fun than it actually is. He has to learn Latin and lots of other theory stuff. He kinda neglects that and just screws around with his magic a little, which is very entertaining. I don't really know what else to say about this series. A wizard apprentice solving crime with a description that made me order this book. What else could you possibly want? I do love the characters and I plan on reading the other books as well. At least that was my plan. As I mentioned, this book is about a crime solving wizard in training. And I've been looking for a story like this for a while, but there's this romance. Some really weird romance and I, as usual, skip those 
really disturbing part, which is why I missed an apparently important thing. And it does get a little repetitive after a while of not only the romance stuff, but all the, also the story. I mean, in a crime novel, a crime needs to be solved and it can get repetitive. And that's why I'm not sure if I want to continue this series. Maybe I'm gonna read the fourth book and should I enjoy this one, I might finish the series. Next I'm gonna talk about the first book of a series with a long name, so please bear with me. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. I had to look that up. It's actually not that long, but anyway. This book is about Jacob who has always loved the stories his grandfather has told him about human-eating monsters and how he used to live with peculiar children in a hidden secret home. Jacob doesn't believe those stories, especially once he was grown up, like a little bit older, a, teenage, a teenager, not really grown up, but older, but he still enjoyed listening to them anyway. When Jacob was in his teenage years, his grandfather died and on that day he sees a horrific monster just like the one he heard about in his grandfather's stories. He is a little traumatized after that and gets nightmares, which is understandable. His parents, though, they think he's a little crazy and taken to a psychiatrist who sends Jacob to the home of the children the grandfather mentioned to crunch from the place of his trauma. He explores the old, empty and incredibly dusty house, which is according to the local people, haunted. I love a good ghost story. At some point I want to explore an old haunted house with my best friend. I don't believe in this kind of stuff, but my best friend kind of does a little, so it would be fun to watch him getting scared. Maybe we even get possessed. That would be fun. Anyway. Jack returns to the house one more time when he meets a girl who can set her hands on fire without using a fire lighter. He follows and tries to question her after she calls out his grandfather's name. In doing so, they end up reaching the place where he stays with his grandfather. No wait, his father. His grandfather is dead. He stays in this place with his father, only his father wasn't there. And no one knew who he was and they were different to the people Jacob has met there. This is the first book of a series. Obviously, I didn't tell you the whole plot right now in case you want to read it. There are five more books in the series, all just masterpieces. Love the writing. The only parts that bothered me were the ones with the romance. I don't mind when there's a little romance on the side, when it makes sense and isn't too dramatic. And not straight. I don't know why, but straight romances annoy me almost all the time, cause there's always a lot of drama and it's almost always the same drama over and over again. Just like in this series. Obviously there's a love interest. And this particular love interest used to be in a relationship with Jacob's grandfather. The girl didn't age since then, physically. So she was still technically the same age as Jacob. I was already a little weirded out by that and that girl wasn't quite over her lost love Jacob's grandfather. Their relationship was weird. They fought a lot. It felt like she just wanted his grandfather back 
and their relationship was on and off with lots of stupid drama. But other than that, the story was gripping and the books were quickly finished because they were impossible to put down. Now, two books written by one of the funniest authors I know, Equal Rights and Witches Abroad of the Discworld series by Terry Pratchett. Equal Rights is the first book with witches as the main characters in the Discworld series. The old wizard Drumbillet will die soon and he wants to pass his wizard staff on to his successor. So he travels to a place where the eighth son of an eighth son is about to be born, for this child is destined to become a wizard. The number eight has great significance among wizards. It's like the number seven in other mythologies. The newborn child, however, is a girl, but by the time the wizard notices his mistake, it's already too late. As the girl, Escarina grows up, it becomes apparent that she has powers she can't control. And that causes Granny Weatherwax to travel with her to the unseen university in Agmogpok, where she can learn how to control her powers. But since it is completely unheard of for a girl to become a wizard, just like it would be unheard of for a boy to become a witch, she's not successful at first, but luckily, Granny Weatherwax finds another way to get her in. Just not as a wizard, but as a servant. Granny Weatherwax is, by the way, an, an incredibly old and powerful witch. Being finally in the university, she witnesses the progress of an apprentice wizard whose magic causes a hole to be opened into the dungeon dimensions. Whoops. It happens. I mean, it could be worse, I guess. This is one of the books of, in the series that I didn't enjoy as much as the others. But considering how many books are in the series, there's gonna be at least one book that I don't like as much as the others. There were some parts where I felt like it went on forever and I would have stopped reading if it wasn't so short. It's definitely worth a read. I might read it again at some point, maybe I'm gonna like it more then. The next one. Witches Abroad. It again starts with a character dying. How lovely. The witch and the fairy godmother Desiderata Hello dies peacefully in her sleep. After her death, her magic wand is sent to another witch, Margaret Garlic. With this wand, she is also the new fairy godmother to a young woman called Amberella. Unfortunately, the wand didn't come with instructions and now anything Margaret points the wand at becomes a pumpkin, which is a great relevance later on. Before she died, Desiderato had promised Amberella that she will not marry the duke who's actually a prince slash frog. However, there's another witch who wants these two to get married, since that's how it's supposed to go in a fairy tale, and this story does have a lot of good potential to become a good old fairy tale with happy endings and frogs and stuff. This witch, Lily, or Lilith, is manipulating the city Genoa itself and tries to make a version of the Cinderella story reality. People get arrested for being against stories, for not being jolly and not telling children stories. I mean, there's being positive, which is good and stuff, but the thing Lily does is not good. Forced positivity and all-time jolliness gets on one's nerves. Just like in Animal Crossing. I love this game, 
I spent a lot of time on it already, but this constant happiness is a little much. Anyway, back to the book. To get Genwa out of its fairly bad situation, Margaret and two other witches, who bicker constantly, it's hilarious, kind of like an old married couple, travel to the city experiencing a bunch of misadventures. This one was a lot of fun to read. I love the dynamic between the witches. They are some of my favorites in this entire Discworld series. And that is the end, again. I have to write more of those podcasts and record them sooner. I always manage to procrastinate and finish everything a few days before I have to upload an episode. Well, I'm gonna have to go to school for the next two weeks, so I know what to do. I hate school. You know a great thing that happened during school last time? A classmate and I both got corona. We were the only ones that got sent into quarantine. The rest of the class just had to stay at school. Great. Luckily no one else got infected, but it could have been really bad. Anyway, I'm just gonna hope to not get sick again. Or at least not get corona. I wouldn't mind to have a little flu and stay at home. Would be nice. And also, it's the new year. It's been the new year for a while, so happy new year and all that stuff. Hope you stay healthy. Um, yeah. Goodbye and have a nice day.